Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shinuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 76. This is the second time we're recording this episode. My phone is on its back legs right now. It's on its back legs and it needs replacing but I'm holding off just because I am, well, I do have another phone, but I've lost my other phone as well. So I don't even know what my other phone is. I do have two phones. But anyway, I've gone off, off track now. Um, but I am literally just waiting for a house to, that I've bought to complete. And for some reason, like, I've, I was just given so many warning signs by the mortgage company, by the solicitor. Make sure you don't do anything where you can get credit check, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I might be really being overly cautious by not getting a new phone contract, but that's why I'm not getting a new phone because I'm just like, I don't know, because I've got like two weeks or something before my house completes and imagine like losing my mortgage or having to get a new mortgage or something. But yeah, people who are clued up in that area of the world might be thinking I'm being ridiculous, but I'm just not chancing it. I'm going to get my new phone when my house is completed and I'm going to listen to the advice given to me by the professionals, which says, make sure you don't do anything where you're going to get credit checked. So, or about apply for credit or whatever, yeah? Um, but yeah, this is the second time that I've recorded this because my phone keeps on crashing. And I'm not going to lie, the first version of this was fire. <laughs> and I can't even remember everything I said now. And I feel like deja vu because I feel like I said the same thing on the last episode that I recorded as well. Um because the same thing happened but I say things so spur of the moment and I rely so much on just things coming to me rather than following loads of notes and a script so I forget what I've bloody said but it was fire so I'm going to try my best to repeat some of that but hey ho whatever this is just the universe I think just testing my patience at the end of the day um there's more worse things in the world going on than me having to record a podcast again so it is what it is hopefully the universe will understand that I'm not biting and they can leave me alone now and go and crack on and bother somebody else um, and annoy somebody else so procrastination the reason why I'm talking about this is because I know so many people struggle with it my coaching clients Two that spring into my mind who I've spoken to recently about procrastination are coming to my head. And it's a common thing. We've all been there. We all do it, whether it be going to the gym or procrastinating about getting an assignment done or starting a project or starting a new venture or doing something that makes someone feel a little bit uncomfortable or someone delving into a little bit of the unknown. Or you might just be being a little bit of a lazy swine and putting stuff off for whatever reason. And that's fine 
But I'm going to give you some tips on how to overcome that. Because at the end of the day, procrastination is a little bit of a killer, especially if you've got big goals, things that you want to achieve. Procrastination ultimately is just holding you still. You're holding yourself still. And whilst you're procrastinating, you are not improving your life in any way, shape or form. So the first tip around procrastination, one of the things I do remember what I said, though, is this is, like I said, a very like off the cuff, just random podcast that I thought of. And I'm just thinking about it off the top of my head. So I'm going to say what comes to me, but I might cover some more points or think of more points as I'm going along or whatever. But just the ones that are coming to me right now. The first one is getting organised, getting some sort of planner or an online diary or using the calendar app in your phone, whatever it needs to be. Get organised, getting a to-do list, um, get writing goals down. I've spoken probably about three different things there that are all different, but the key thing is is having something to log your ideas, plan, structure your life, getting your shit together in one way, shape or form. And it's really, really, really important to do that because then it's like the first step of doing what you need to do is the planning element of it, isn't it? Um, and one of the bits that I wanted just to touch in there a little bit more is around the goal setting. So one of the reasons why people procrastinate is because they don't have solid goals or somewhere where they're actually wanting to go with what they're doing. So it might be that, I don't know, someone is procrastinating going to the gym because they might not actually have the burning desire to really achieve what they want to achieve because they don't know what they're actually trying to achieve. Oh, I just want to lose weight. Or I just want to lose a stone. Or I just want a big bum. But why? Why do you want these things? So I don't think I need to go into all of the tips around goal setting because I have done quite a few podcasts around this subject. Um, can't remember what numbers they are, but there was around December, January time, 21 and uh, 2021, December, maybe January 2022, somewhere around that time anyway, or leading up to that time. Um, I did do some podcasts around goal setting. So if you need to learn some tips around that, then go back to there and you can listen to it. And also um, around planning and organising the podcast that I did 24, everyone's got the same 24 hours in the day about prioritising, planning your workload and getting shit done essentially. And that's what people will be able to get out of that. So one of the things I just wanted to elaborate on a little bit more, which I think is really, really important to avoid procrastinating, is having some sort of deadline. So a deadline might be in relation to a goal, if that's what you decide to do. Sometimes people don't like having deadlines on goals or whatever. It's absolutely fine. But I'm talking about just a deadline in general. So I've got two examples of deadlines that I'm going to talk about. And then you'll probably get what I mean why I feel like it's important in terms of avoiding procrastination to have some sort of deadline. So the first one is uni. So who here, I love when I say who here, as if people can reply back to me. Um, who here has ever been studying at uni and done a, I don't know, some sort of degree or an assignment or something, or had to do an assignment for a degree or some sort of thing, whatever they're studying? Probably quite a lot of people. 
I was one of them people, thank God I've developed since then, but I was one of them people who just used to leave my assignment until the last minute without fail. I used to wait until midnight the evening before <laughs> the evening before the assignment was due and get it all done in a night who has done that please tell me I'm not alone when I when when I say this but I don't do it now obviously but the point I'm making is I still got it done so yes I might have procrastinated on something for three months but I definitely didn't procrastinate on the evening when it was due because I knew that there was a deadline And with that deadline, I knew that there was repercussions if I did not submit an assignment or a piece of work on time. I wouldn't have passed my course or courses. Yeah. So the key thing is, if you want to help yourself stop procrastinating, have deadlines. What are the consequences as well of you not doing what you need to do? And think about that. Because sometimes the consequence is what you need to give you a little bit of a kick up the bum. So if I was in uni and I was doing a three-year course and my tutor said to me, you've got three years to do your assignments. It doesn't matter when you do them as long as you just get them done by the end of the three years. Or if they even said they're optional, (laughs) you don't even need to do them. Do you think I would have done them all? Probably not. No, because I used to hate assignments. I used to detest them. I used to, and maybe I didn't like them so much because I just used to leave them till the last minute every single time. But the point is, if that deadline was taken away, I probably would never have done it. Or if there was no repercussion to, to not doing them or not doing them on time, then I probably would have never done them on time. But because it was a deadline, because it was a consequence, I got it done even if it was last minute. Now, I'm not saying leave things to the last minute and cram everything at the end. You might just want to set set your deadlines a little bit stronger than that. (laughs) So you're not leaving things to the last minute. Like I said, I'm, I'm developed since then. But it's something to think about. Are you holding yourself accountable to get done what you need to get done or are you letting yourself off the hook that's the first thing to think about the second thing in regards to having deadlines is setting yourself a timer this is something that I helped one of my coaching clients with recently she was procrastinating on something that really wouldn't have took her that long but for some reason she was procrastinating 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 it was something to do with her business and she was, I need to do this, but then I just get distracted or I start doing something else. And then before I know it, it's eight o'clock at night and I'm tired and I'm just getting in bed. And then she just doesn't do it. And this had been going on for a while. So this is something that I personally do and something that she tried herself. And then she gave me an update and it worked. Is sometimes I will set myself a little timer. So say, for example, I need to do some life admin. Sometimes we all procrastinate on life admin or errands or tidying the house or washing the pots or something, something that you just don't want to do, basically. Take the bin out, (laughs) whatever. Usually things that are just, I don't know, 
not exciting yeah and you might have this little list of burdens that you need to get done or things that you just can't be asked doing basically set yourself a timer whether it be a 15 minute blast whether it be a half an hour blast or an hour blast if it's some stuff that's going to take a little bit longer and it might be right i need to get them all done before the timer runs out or i'm just going to work non-stop for x period of time with no distractions all in going as hard as i can on whatever i need to do full 100 percent focus and see where i get to so the challenge that I set for my coaching client was the latter, which was set yourself a timer for one hour because it wasn't something that she would be able to get done in 15 minutes or very unlikely to get done in 15 minutes. Wouldn't like to say that someone can't do something, but very unlikely to get done in 15 minutes. It's probably more likely an hour to two hours worth of work that she had to do. So I was like, right, OK, it's in the morning now. You've already been in up an hour. You've been on this coaching call for almost half an hour. You've got a full day to yourself, pretty much. You've already told me your plans for the day, what you want to do, the fun kind of things. But then are you just going to let this slide and then just go all day not doing it or all day thinking about it and not actually do it? So because it's still so early and you're not going anywhere right now and if I don't set you this assignment, you'll probably just start floating around or get into a scroll hole or doing something that's very unproductive. Spend the next hour, spend the next hour with your phone away, full concentration, going all in on these tasks that you need to do. And like I said, she has specific things that she needed to do. Don't worry about whether you get them done or not, because like I said, it was something that could could have easily took her up to two hours. Don't worry about how much you get done. Just do your best to get as much as possible done. But don't worry about finishing it off, basically. And what actually happened was, because I told her to message me after the hour had finished and she had to tell me what she'd done in that hour. She'd done three quarters or over three quarters of what she needed to do. The first bit was like the nasty bit that she just was, you know, the 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 frog that you need to eat at the beginning. If you ever read that book called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy or listen to the audio book, it's really, really good about eating the nasties. Oh, I don't think it's in the nasties. It's, is that another book? Eating the frog first, basically, which is the, the thing that you don't want to do first. The big thing, she did that first. So the big thing was done. And then she had two other smaller things that she needed to do. And she's messaged me after an, after an hour telling me what she'd done. And because she was on so much of a roll, she then continued till she'd finished it. So at this point, it must have been about midday when she'd, when she'd, no, 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 it wouldn't have been. It would have been half 11. No, sorry. I was just thinking when, when our call is. Um, so she would have finished by 11am. So by 11am in the morning, she had done what she'd been pro- procrastinating on for over a week. In an hour and a half, she'd finished it. And the last half an hour, she'd done off her own back. Because that wasn't even in the assignment. The assignment was just concentrate for a full hour and do at least an hour. And then after that hour, 
of solid graft <laughs> you can crack on and do whatever you want to do with the day but she was that in flow and move, making moves in that hour she continued till she'd done what she needed to do and then she could just enjoy the day yeah so this is why it works and this is why you need to hold yourself accountable the next thing you can do as well is get an accountability partner i've got a business accountability partner and she's let me off recently because i haven't been feeling the best and um i took a little bit of time out from socials and whatnot um but i'm slowly but surely coming back <laughs> coming back alive risen from the dead and um i was literally thinking just before i recorded this episode that i'm going to reach out to her because i know she's going away she's going on holiday um and then when she gets back it needs to be game time by the time she's back from there i'll be even more back then and it's game time but She's been my accountability partner for, what, the last 18 months, maybe longer. And I put down a lot of my success to having someone to bounce off every single day, someone who's running at the same speed as me. So having an accountability partner who has similar goals and who is running at the same speed as you. You don't want an accountability partner who's going to let you off the hook all the time or who's lazy if you're not lazy, yeah? And if you are someone who wants to take a little bit more of a slower approach, you probably don't want a fireball as an accountability partner because they're probably going to push you too much in comparison to what you want, even though that's part of the reason why you've got an accountability partner to, to get uncomfortable and do the things that you know you need to do but you don't want to do. But getting an accountability partner and holding yourself accountable to them and having someone who's going to call you out on your crap so my accountability partner calls me out on my crap and she will force me <laughs> to do the things i don't want to do and i will do the same for her as well she says exactly the same thing like she would not be where she is today if it wasn't for me and i would not be where i am today if it wasn't for her because we both see the value in holding each other accountable as well as ourselves so having an accountability partner, it might be a gym partner, it might be a running partner, it might be a business accountability partner. So in terms of business, like what are your things, like if you're in the same industry or a similar sort of business, um, I don't know, like if you're on, on online is probably just an, an easier one to do just because that's, it's just easier. So you have probably have, I don't know, you have to have posted or you have to have done this, this, this and this. What are, the, what are the non-negotiables that you need to do on a daily basis, basically? And then how are you holding yourself accountable? So me, and I know this sounds really, really odd, me and my accountability partner have our own WhatsApp chat with just us two in it. <laughs> Don't ask me why this helps me, but it really, really does. Because I can put the subject as whatever I want and I pin the chat at the top and it's our WhatsApp chat and we don't even speak on it. We don't even speak on anything else. Like so, it's weird because we've got each other's numbers and we could just message each other normally on WhatsApp. But I feel like it's better because I feel like I'm putting something in like an exclusive chat. It's weird. So anyway, I've got this chat just for me and my accountability partner, and we put our stats, our business stats in terms of our productivity. We put that in our chat every single day, and we'll hold each other accountable. And we have. A, a, a time limit or a minimum limit shall I say on 
a minimum level of activity so obviously the more so basically we have to do the bare minimums and then the more you do the better basically um so it's really 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 helpful so if you've not got an accountability partner and you think it's going to help you if you struggle to hold yourself accountable especially then get one because they're really really useful but make sure like i said they're running at your pace or maybe slightly faster than what you want to go at just so you're pushing yourself a little bit more and getting uncomfortable um but make sure they're holding you accountable and don't get defensive when they're calling you out on your crap i've had another accountability partner in the past and she just got offended every time i said anything it's like well you can't be my accountability partner because i'm hardcore baby i am hardcore right the next thing is um what was i going to say i've gone my mind has gone blank again like it always does oh taking the initial small steps so this is you can look at it different ways so who did i learn this off i can't remember who i learned this off um i can't remember now but it does work so as an example if you are not looking forward to going to the gym it helps to get your gym stuff on (laughs) Because if, if you just put your gym stuff on, then all you really have to do then is step foot out of your house and each time you take a step, whether it be to your car or if you walk there or whatever, you're eventually going to get there and then when you're there and you start, you're fine. But you're never going to take them steps if you don't actually have your gym wear on. Does that make sense? So that's what you need to do first. It's taking them initial steps. It's like when you do have a big assignment or a big project that you need to do or a long email that you've been procrastinating on or whatever it is, something where you have to physically do a task and it just seems massive to the point where you just can't be arsed starting it and you do everything in your power to convince yourself that you've got more important things to do than that particular thing. And some of you might be thinking, yeah, she's calling me out, she's talking to me, yeah you need to start it somehow so if it's something that you need to research start your researching or at least write a list of the things you need to research at least make a little bit of a plan sometimes if i need some inspiration i have a little bit of a plan i have bullet points of things that i need to complete and then sometimes i'll set a time limit next to each bullet point like right okay bye this time i need to have done this by this date i need to have done this or whatever and I just think it's really, really, really important to make sure that you're taking the initial steps. So whether it's putting a pen to paper and just writing something. I've never wrote a book. Maybe a book will come at some point in my life. But I know that if I was procrastinating writing, I'd probably just write anyway. And the reason being, I actually heard in someone else's podcast. Um, again, it was a Stephen Bartlett one. I can't remember who his guest was, which is the second time I've tried to quote someone else's work now and not been able to quote the person. Um, But he was like, my job is to write. My job is to write. And sometimes I don't feel like doing my job, but I do it anyway because it's my job. So he just talks about how he just gets up and does it anyway. So putting a pen to paper and moving the pen is obviously a good starting point. A bit like the point that I mentioned last time in regards to having deadlines, how if someone just has a set time scale and just says, right, okay, in this 15 minutes or this half an hour or this hour, I'm just going to work as hard as I can with no distractions. 
and then they end up on a roll and they get more done it's a similar sort of thing if you actually start taking the action even if it's the tiniest little steps even if the needle's only moving forward a minuscule amount so you just you can't even really see it but you're still doing it that's enough to get the ball rolling the whole point is that you're moving forward and trying to chip away at the thing that you're putting off rather than just not doing anything at all and then the final tip is just building that discipline muscle muscle and just getting it done when you need to get it done it just again it comes down to holding yourself accountable and having self-discipline sometimes you don't want to do things but you know it's going to benefit you it comes down to what i said before like what's the consequences of you not doing the thing that you should be doing what are the consequences of you not going to the gym what are the consequences of you eating that hamburger that you really know that you shouldn't be eating because it's not in line with what you're trying to achieve in your life or what are the consequences of not doing your projects on time? Do you really want to feel like you are rushed and stressed out because you're doing things too last minute? Or doing stuff that doing work that's not to your best standard because it's been rushed? So have a think about that. Just get it done. Sometimes you just need to think, right, okay, I don't want to do this thing, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. It's like when people have cold showers every single day. Do you really think that they get up every day and they're just like, I cannot wait to get in this cold shower. Oh my God, this cold shower. Oh my God, I'm in dream about this cold shower all night. No, they get up thinking this cold shower is going to be probably horrendous, but I'm going to do it anyway because I need to, because it's giving me benefits off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I hope that's helped. If it has, make sure you're screenshotting this, sharing it with your friends, sharing it with your family, sharing it on socials, tagging me, tagging people in it who need to hear it, sharing it in your WhatsApp chats, whatever you need to do. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode. And for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up, and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.